and welcome to Cats Out of the Bag. I'm Kat Hennessy, and in this podcast, nothing is off limits. Hello, angels, and welcome back to another week of Cats Out of the Bag. Sorry for a little lull non-episode last week, but sick gal had to get her shit together. But today is going to be a super, super fun episode. I have Sarah, a.k.a. St. James Music, from the latest season of Byron Bay's, well, the latest, the one and only. Um, So she is coming on here to discuss all things about filming, romance, everything you want to know about the show and also all about her music career. So we're going to get to know Sarah a little bit better and let's bring her in. Welcome. Hi. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. I've been looking forward to this all week. Yay. Well, why don't you just um, tell my listeners a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, for those who don't know me, I'm Sarah and I... Um, I have spent the last year filming the Netflix television show Byron Bays. I'm also a singer. I come from the Gold Coast. Um, and uh, if you haven't watched the show, you just kind of watch me move to Byron and try to make it there. <laughs> Interacting <laughs> with people, making friends, making enemies, <laughs> all, the, all the fun stuff while trying to make music too. So it's a good time. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So like – so if you film, you spent over a year filming and I didn't know that. When did, when did filming actually start for the show? Filming started sort of at the beginning of last year um, and, the, and the majority of it was filmed over um, that autumn, winter and, and just into spring um, in Aussie uh, last year. Um, and, then, um, and then it spent a couple of months in post and, and post-production and just um, came out a couple of weeks ago. So... Cool. So, how long do you, was you filming for in total? It was a few months. It was a couple yeah. of months of like pretty much filming every day, and um, yeah, and then just a bits bits of piece, a couple of interviews and stuff afterwards. Yeah. So, did you have to like? Because I mean, Batch as well was like a few few months of filming, depending on how far you made it, and then at the end, like you have to do some interviews. And go back in time a little bit as well. Did yeah. you have to do that? Yes, yeah. I did. I'm not sure if everyone else did, but I did have to do that. So it was very weird yeah. to like have to revert back and go back into, um, yeah, that 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 time. <laughs> Fully, it is weird. In that headspace. Yeah. And did you like live down there while you were filming? Yes. So I genuinely moved to Byron. I was moving to Byron um legitimately to to be there and um and they just kind of followed me and documented that all along the way yeah epic and did they like put you up in a com there for filming no no or no no was I was moving anyway I had a, I had my own house and everything cool. like that yeah it was all it was all super legit <laughs> oh my god I love it yeah How fun yeah yeah um and what do you reckon like your biggest highlight from the experience was? The most fun I had in Byron was, and you don't even get to see it. I'm so upset. We had the camera crew that day, but it was early on um, when I went down to the beach with Elias and he taught me how to surf. Fun. Um, and I was so looking forward, forward to seeing it because I had never surfed before. And I was like, what a cool experience to have got to do that for the first time and have them film it on like incredible cameras. Um, and, um, and, and it got axed. So no, I feel like it's always the way it's like the scene that you're like really keen for doesn't make it. A hundred percent, especially because I think what people don't realize is, is eight episodes and six, so six hours worth of episodes crammed, you know, from months and months of 
events happening. So, of course, there's mm-hmm. going to be things that just are not relevant to the overall story and not relevant to what, you know, uh, uh, yeah, that they just end up cutting out. But, yeah, there were some really beautiful conversations I had with people and and things that we got to do that just didn't make it in. Oh, that's so frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> what do you reckon, like, in terms of – filming like how many days or hours do you reckon of filming would go into one episode um it was sort of one to two weeks worth of filming for an episode and it was it's crazy yeah and like you know where the cameras are there all day and you're just you know living your life and going about your business and um and it's hours and hours you know I feel sorry for the people in post that just had to sit through like possibly hours of mundane conversations (laughs) (laughs) to get the bits that were like relevant to the overall picture of what was going on but yeah it's it's crazy to think how much we did and said and experienced and um and then what made it in there and um I think we were all really nervous because there was a lot of moments that you know not your finest moments mm. that you're like oh <laughs> that doesn't make it in there but um but yeah uh, I I think I got off pretty lightly I think you got an amazing I mean you're incredible and you're such a legend in real Thank life you. but they definitely portrayed you as you are on the show which you know is yeah. very lucky. Didn't happen to me. So <laughs> I feel you like, and, and it is a fear. You're like, is that going to get played? Is that not? And then sometimes yeah. they make you look worse than what you are and don't show the full story. 100%, so 100%. I think it was really important to me, you know, when I, whenever I did or said something that I, I kind of felt bad for, or I didn't mean, um, which I do in everyday life, I'm pretty impulsive and you can kind of see sometimes I just have word vomit and I'll say things I don't necessarily mean. And that happened quite a bit. Um, but I never, mean to hurt anyone and if I do I'm no one is harder on me than me so I made it very clear to you know our producers that you know if I if I fucked up it was like I want to be able to have the chance to apologize or to explain myself or whatever Mm. so I think that they got that and grabbed that essence of my personality and that does come across that's great so yeah yeah how exciting (laughs) Yeah, yeah and what about like are you still in touch with anyone from the show yeah, so afterwards when I moved back, it was a little bit um, – I, I just uh, – you know, I did obviously – sorry if I'm spoiling it for anyone who hasn't seen the whole whole thing. <laughs> but um, it's been two weeks, guys. Come on. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I moved back and it was it was a weird thing. It took me a little while to regroup and get my head together. Of course. So, um, yeah, so with a lot of the girls and stuff, there wasn't really contact immediately just because mm. – you know, it was it was such a whirlwind of a, of a situation and experience, and I just had to get my head straight. and And it was one of those things where, like, you know, I think none of us really knew how everyone felt about each other, mm. and probably we just needed to sit down and get in a room together and have conversations. But um, that didn't happen for ages after we finished filming, which was yeah, which was quite weird for me. Well, it's it's hard as well because I feel like you put your whole life on hold to film a show, and then coming back into the real world, you just like, you're so out of touch with everything and like to then kind of try and get back into your normal life and then reconnect with these, it's it's difficult. Yeah. I mean, I, when I moved down, I didn't intend on just be being there and then leaving. (laughs) I'd obviously gone that down there to try to make it. So I was very much trying to make my life in Byron, my, my real life as well. Um, And then when it didn't work out that way, it was like, okay, now go back to my old life. And that was a really, really strange adjustment. Even just the fact of not having like 
cameras and microphones on you every single day. That was, yeah, it, it was quite weird. It was like, oh, cool. Just go back to like doing what I did before. And, um, and, and, and I didn't go back down to Byron for, for a while after that because I just felt like, I don't know, I kind of just ran away from there. <laughs> I was like, just pretend the place doesn't exist for a little bit, I guess, until I kind of got, got my head together. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough though. Yeah. Like would have been like a whole big, really big emotional, like up and down throughout it. So hundred yeah, percent. I feel like to just come home and be where you're comfortable is sometimes yeah. what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Do you think you'd ever move back there now? Um, I would never say never. I think, um, I, you know, people have asked me if I regret leaving how I left and when I left and I don't generally have any regrets, but, um, I feel like me now could handle it a lot better than me then. So, um, you know, if, if the opportunity I've, I've said I'd never move to Melbourne again and I've moved to Melbourne four times. So I don't, you know, if I tell you I'm not going to move to Byron again, don't believe me because yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll be like something will come up and I'm like, well, I'm going back to Byron. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Spontaneous living. We love Literally, it. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Crazy. So who, like, who do you reckon out of like all the girls who would be your, your bestie from the show? Um, I, I have, ever since I met her, I always loved Hannah and I've always had such a soft spot for Hannah and I've got a lot of time for her. Um, and weirdly after moving back, I connected with Jess, um, and Saskia, which was interesting cause I didn't think, and even a lot of people are like, wait, what? You guys are friends? Um, and I think what it came down to is just getting to actually sit down when there's not cameras and there's not people around and having conversations with these girls and kind of trying to see some common ground. And when we found that, we were like, oh, no, you're actually dope. Like, yeah, you're actually <laughs> uh, a legend. Yeah, this is, we actually get on really, really well. It was just not not being able to have the chance to do that. And also, like, I don't want to hold any kind of grudges and stuff like that. Um I, I certainly didn't when I finished filming it. Watch, watching it back was hard because obviously you see people in interviews and the things that they say that you really don't know until until you see that. And that was that was kind of tough to watch. But um, but in saying that, like I can't hold a grudge to save my life. I'm like I forget that I'm mad at anyone, and I'm, yeah. <laughs> I just want to. That's a good quality. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just want to be happy and get on with people. And as long as um, they're willing to do the same, then that's, yeah, that's, that's about as simple as it gets, you know? Mm. Oh, that's nice though. It's good. Yeah. I, like I feel even like Romy and Alicia, I don't know if you watched my season yeah. of Batch, like they're still two of my best friends to this I day. And it's like you build such a strong bond with these people because you spend so much yeah. time with them. And, and no, no one understands, hey, yeah. no one understands apart from you. It's one of those crazy things, hey, where you think, you know, even my best friends who, you don't see on the show are incredibly sympathetic and try to be understanding, but until you go through it um, and, and the, like the mental side of things, you just don't know. So of course you do gravitate towards the people that you film with because they get you more than anyone else. Hey, absolutely. It's, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. So I think we've got to ask the big question that everyone wants to know. Yes. What is happening with you and Nathan? <laughs> Are you guys together? Like, please, like, fill me in. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times I've been asked this question in the last two weeks. It's wild. Um Look, if you see my Instagram, you can see that we are obviously on speaking terms. I um went to his birthday party, so... <laughs> 
we don't, we don't hate each other. Um, but this whole few weeks has been such a whirlwind and we're just trying to navigate our way through it. So at the current time, there's there's no labels. You can see we're on good terms, but we're just keeping things private <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> okay. not letting that cat out of the bag are no, we sorry to disappoint you <laughs> maybe we'll have to save that for an, a later episode then yes spill the beans yeah absolutely um yeah i love it is there going to be a season two is there going to be like what what's your what's your plan i would love for there to be a season two um i think everyone was kind of in it for the long haul um, what's going on with that? I can't tell you. I honestly don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, um, nothing has been set in stone as far as I know. Um, but for the meantime, we're just kind of living our lives and everybody, everybody who filmed, um, we've all got careers and, uh, you know, things and dreams that we're pursuing. So, um, everyone's pretty busy with that. Um, if they were to do a season two, it's like getting everybody in the same room together is going to be such a challenge because, you know, all everybody who's who, who was in the cast is incredibly talented um, and just doing some epic shit. So, yeah. yeah, it's, it's a lot to just kind of put that on hold. Yeah. I guess like another thing, like what made you go on the show? Like how did you even get like approached for it? Run me through the audition, all of that. Um, I feel like, I feel like I didn't really even audition. I was um, approached on Instagram. Um, they found me through friends of friends of friends, um, I, I believe, from what I've heard. Um, and uh, it, it was just kind of pitched to me as this show about interesting people with interesting careers and um, in around the Gold Coast and Byron. And as that happened, I was – on the Gold Coast and looking for somewhere to go. And I had a friend that had suggested that I head down to Byron and suss out the scene there. So everything kind of fell into place and and I tossed up whether or not to do it. And then one of my girlfriends pointed out that it was something I was looking to do anyway, that that move to Byron. And um, it was it was like a stars aligning kind of moment. So if I just said everything no, just it would have been- into place. Yeah, literally turning down like a huge opportunity that just- fell in my lap and it kind of just made sense. Um, and from what I know, um, I was the last person to be cast. They already knew who, you know, who else was going to be in it. And, um, and it was just like a, a once in a lifetime opportunity that I thought is going to suit me really well. And, um, and pretty exciting to get to move to a new city and have it documented with like the highest quality cameras, <laughs> like, like a full video diary of like your life, which is pretty epic. So it just kind of made sense to me. Fuck yeah. How yeah, good. Yeah. Fun question. Fuck one, marry one, kill oh, one no. from I'm the cast. So, I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to throw a curveball. I'm going to say fuck Kai. I'm going to say marry Elias and kill Alex for his money. <laughs> And because you're such good friends, you wouldn't care if exactly. you kill him. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> Kai, is Kai the arty indie one? Yeah. Love it. Yeah. He's hot. Uh, he's so hot. He he's- posted a hot Insta today. I was like, Yum. I yeah. know yeah, he's gorgeous. Yeah. Seriously, and has the most beautiful soul. Oh, fucking. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that's it. Good, good question. Hey. Um, so someone asked, please elaborate on the no undies rule for a date. Okay. So there's two ways I could go down down this route. The first one is it's kind of a practicality thing for um, no visible panty line. I hate, which is- hate 
panty lines. Exactly. I constantly got free vaget. You got a free vaget. Like it just makes sense. And like, why shouldn't you, you know? Um, and also like the obvious one, you know, no undies. Like if you're going to, you know, get down to business. But I'll be honest with you, the real reason why I said it is because I was just kind of talking shit. Yeah, like just having a joke. I was a just laugh. being, yeah, I was just being funny. I The irony of it is- I don't know if I can say this, but I'm going to say it, is that I wasn't wearing undies that day because really? I had just had a cyst removed and I had stitches. No. Ow. Yeah, I had literally come straight from getting stitches and I couldn't wear underpants. Well, it would fucking hurt. So everyone's like losing their mind over it. And I'm like, no, it's a medical it's, thing. It's, it's actually not that fucking juicy. Like, it's not that it's juicy. nothing to do with me wanting a cheeky finger in my vagina. Like. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah. Um I mean everyone's just bloody asking about Nathan. Yeah. And I mean like people like was any of it scripted? No. no. So yeah, I think people do tend to ask that a lot. Um but I think until you're in it, you don't really know. So, like, there'll, there'll be certain things like conversations that, you know, you might have had over the phone that you're not having face-to-face, but for the sake of so that the audience understands what's going on, you do have to have them there. So, that's the only part that I would say is um, is is manufactured because – not manufactured, they're still real conversations. They just have to happen at a time when the cameras are there, you know. So, you know, it, it, I, I, I was never going to have – a situation where I confronted Elle about the stuff she was saying about me, you know, quietly with no one around because people, uh, we're, we're here to have our lives documented. Mm, and you needed the so, storyline as well. Well, yeah, exactly. Like that's what was happening. That was what was happening in real life. So just to, to settle something when there's no cameras around, it doesn't make any sense. And when people are watching it back that, you know, we can't just come on and go, so I spoke to Elle and blah, 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 that you have to see it. So those conversations do have to be held off until mm-hmm. we're, we're all around each other. Um, but yeah, what what's going on that it, it is, it is real. So yeah. Yeah, and they're real life things, and 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 even ever, you know, since filming finished, like this kind of stuff has all carried on, you know. Mm, totally. <laughs> if totally. you saw the Bay's group chat, you guys would just lose your minds. Oh god, <laughs> cheeky little Bay's group chat. Got to yeah. get in on that. Yeah. <laughs> Sneaky little screenshot for the Facebook group of cats out of the bag. They'd go yeah, off. You didn't get it from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just outed myself. Oh, love no. it. So, and like, talk to me about your career. So, yes. how long have you been in the music industry for? Or what's your plan? Like, I want to know everything. Music is literally my whole life. So I I started performing when I was 15. I used to busk. That was my first job. Really? Yeah. It was great. I actually loved it. And it was good money. It was better than like working in a cafe or anything. So I did that. And then Where would I, you busk? Um, like markets, street corners. I never had a permit. So don't come for me, Gold Coast City Council. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't until I got moved along. Um, and then uh, and then I turned 18 and I started performing in nightclubs, started doing wedding wedding singing and um, corporate um, gigs and then moved to Melbourne, um, had a residency at Crown Casino, played at the ESPY every Sunday um, and just hustling doing, doing cover gigs. And I just had enough of it and I really wanted to write. So started writing music, wrote a lot of terrible music, <laughs> um, yeah. just kind of finding my feet and um, – yeah, I, and and that's currently what I'm doing now. So I've got myself 
Um, like I'm pretty happy with my setup now. I write music. I've got two beautiful producers um, that help me turn my ramblings into um, great pop songs. And so we should tell. I should tell you guys a fun fact as well. So I told you guys how I had a new man. <gasps> oh my god! Yeah, I haven't even. So he's now my boyfriend, which is a huge deal. Like I haven't even told you guys this. I have a boyfriend now. He asked me to be his girlfriend like last week and he actually is one of Sarah's producers for her music. So that's how Sarah and I met through, through my boyfriend. I'm oh, like, how do I have so a fucking wild. boyfriend? I know. It's such a small world, but it's all meant to be. Hey? Yeah. It's crazy how things just fall into line like that. I love it. So yeah. So that's how we met. And yes. yeah. So, so yeah, you have two beautiful producers. Yes. Continue. Yeah. Um, and, and, I can and, confirm and I take, one is beautiful. You know, the, yes. They're both beautiful, but one is extra beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> we love him. <laughs> um, yeah. And, um, and I just, uh, the process is kind of similar each time. I have like, um, you know, an idea and then I come up with a set of lyrics and then, and a basic melody. And then, and then I handball it to this beautiful producer and he's like, yeah, or no. Um, and mostly it's good. And, um, and then we build a track and, and get it all together. So I released my first single last month. Um, the second single, which I wasn't even going to release as a single. Um, What's it called? It's called Liars and it's the, um, the track that I perform at Kai's art exhibition, you'll see that on episode three of Byron Bay. So when you hear it, if it sounds familiar, you can skip back to that episode. And so it's see. on Spotify <laughs> and everything. It will be next Thursday. So Thursday, um, 31st of March, it comes out and we do well, a studio versions. Very exciting. So jump on my Instagram and pre-save it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> guys, so this episode's obviously going to come out Monday, the, what's the date? It's now Thursday. So this, this episode's going to launch on Monday the 28th, so next Thursday, which is the 31st. So on the 31st, this song is going to be available on Spotify. Yes, Apple Music, everywhere. Deezer. And it is called Liars. It's called Liars. By St. James Music. So get on there and support this stunning band. Yes, it's a great song. It's a great track. And a lot of people have asked about it since watching the show because you only see about a third of the song. Um, And um, exciting. Yeah, I love it. It's great. And, And we're in the studio working on the next few singles and still working towards the album, but we're just kind of doing it one single at a time. So that's the goal for this year is to just drop a bunch of music. Hopefully you guys love it. And um, yeah, I can play some shows because that's the next thing. I just love to go on tour and um, come and visit everyone and, and just play live because that's my favorite thing to do. Do you so. ever get nervous? Not anymore. I think um, I, I, I think if I haven't done it for a little while, I get nervous. And as soon as I get on stage, it's where I'm most at home. Like really? it's just honestly where I belong. Oh. So I'll be really nervous beforehand. And then I get on stage and I'm like, I got yes, this. it's like, I, I just honestly love it so much. I'm such a big show off, but I also love connecting with people and making their day and making them have a good time. So yeah, it's like, God, I, we couldn't be more different. In that. <laughs> I cannot, if, if someone asked me to sing in front of people, I'd be like, kill me now and take my fucking kidneys. You do have to, you do have to like practice it. It's not something that like comes naturally. And I did definitely used to get nervous and it took a long time for me to really be confident in myself and, and know that this is what I love doing. And it brings me so much joy. And then to see it make people happy. Now I'm just like, right, like get over yourself and just go and do it. So Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And I'm good at it. Yeah, you are good at it. How exciting. What an exciting it. year you've got then. Yes. That had a show come out about you yeah. well, that you're in, mainly yeah. about you pretty much, um, and you're dropping new singles. Like yes. that's – you should be so fucking proud of yourself. Thank you. Thank you. It's so epic. I'm like – it's honestly such a dream come true. So, yeah, I can't that's, wait to share more music with you guys. Yeah, fucking oath. Yes. Well, guys, you should all follow Sarah on Instagram if you're not already. It is Saint St. Dot James dot music. Um, I, I'll obviously put her um, details and hyperlink it in the show notes if you just want to do that because that's probably way easier. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like we've covered most things. Unless there's anything yes. else you want to tell tell the listeners. No, I, you know what? I think we covered everything for today. Yeah. You guys are up to speed now with what's going on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much. You've been an absolute pleasure to have. And yeah, I just can't wait to, you know, have a new, I have a new friend, guys. I can't wait to keep hanging out with you and getting no. to know you better. And yeah. Hey, thank you so much for having me. It's been so good. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. And I will see you all next week for Cats Out of the Motherfucking Bag. Around. Cats Out of the Bag is proudly part of the ACAST Creator Network. Special shout out to Rode Microphones for powering this episode. 